Uh, All right, guys, we're finally here. All right, I don't know the name of this podcast, get, get, but get, I guess get, we'll get to that at another time. Yeah. Um, you think we should go with the uh, the sweatpants bros? It sounded good upstairs. I actually like the sweatpants bros. Sweatpants bros, it is. All right, I like wearing uh, sweatpants. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode one of the sweatpants bros. I'm yeah. James Parker. My name is Ralph. Uh, Brian B Webb. And uh, yeah, we're just going to be talking about uh, some random things, some random topics, uh, things that uh, we think uh, you guys out there would like to hear about, because this is just random stuff that we talk about. Or just about. a bunch of ridiculous shit, where you're going to be like, why are these guys talking about it? But either or, you know. Well, let me ask you guys this, because this is what I've been grappling with lately. Grappling. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think women give us enough credit for, like, when you're in a relationship... I'm married. Giving up pussy, like other other pussy. Like, they don't realize what a they, sacrifice They have it is. no idea what it's like to be a man. <clears throat> what it's like to have a penis. Because it's in our DNA to go out there. And procreate. And procreate, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's in Even our DNA. we're pulling out, obviously. Speak for yourself. Bro's <laughs> 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 out there, raw dogging and cream pie. <laughs> right? So, it's in our DNA to do this. So, we have to go against our DNA when we get married. I love being married. I fucking love the best decision I ever made. But, when you're married, you're kind of looking at other things, right? You're looking at other women's like, God damn, she look good. Yeah. But, you, you know, it, it, it's something where you look, but you don't touch. Type yeah. of situation. Touch, but don't taste. 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 Um, no, I hear you, but I will say this. Even though you're not doing anything, every time you leave the house, pussy is on your mind. Every single time. Like, you go outside, you're like, ah, I might run into some pussy. And there's nothing you can do to change those thoughts in your head. Well, and you, you, you jerk off. Yeah, well, well obviously. I, I, I'd, I'd have to give another angle of this because um, two things. Um I've never been married, so I don't know what that lifelong yeah, commitment is. And I've been in long-term and relationships. But um, as my boys know who are here with me right now, anytime I'm in a relationship, like I'm really good about being extremely faithful to that relationship. Yeah, to the point where it's just like, yo, if, if we break up because of cheating, it'll never come from me. It'll come from the other person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I that's will great, say, but how do you how do you feel though when you're out? What I will say is two things: is one, when I'm out, I do do the look but don't touch method. Yeah, there, absolutely. There's women, and at any given time, a man could be attracted to so many different things. He could have um, an African-American girlfriend and be like, yo, today I'm just, I saw an Asian chick that looked good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so on and so forth with uh, any any race of women that's out there. And it just, it, it just comes to the thing. The second thing is porn. Yeah. I think porn saves a lot of relationships. I think if you see something and you're like, yo, I ran into this good-looking Asian chick today. And you're like, yo, but I'm not going to cheat on my girlfriend. But if you go home and find a, a similar Asian chick scene, you can crank one out and be good. Like, yeah. yo, I don't yeah, have to touch anything. I just crank one out when my lady was at work. And you know now I'm still thing, faithful. You know what's the beautiful thing about porn? Is that once you're done, there's no guilt. You know, no. you did what you did. And, and there's no guilt. And you can think about anybody. I've never wanted to jerk off if I knew my lady was around. It's always going to be, 
I have to have sex with her over jerking off. And uh, also, I, I if I do jerk off, I have to set the mood. Uh, I'm going to come home and take a shower. I'm You're gonna, a fucking liar. I'm going to put some You're lotion down. You're a fucking liar. Yeah. Wait, wait. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. He thinks everybody in the world's yeah, going to hear exactly. this podcast. Like, all of a sudden, it's this is politically yeah. correct Parker. Well, Come on. Not, not for nothing. They don't know what me? we look like right now. Yeah, well, like, they, they know see, your voice. They, they, let me tell you something. They could see. <laughs> let me tell you something. Porn... Porn has has saved so many bad decisions in my oh, life. Oh, without a doubt, Are you porn me? porn even, saves money. Even even like when when porn I'm saves single, time. when I was single, if all of a sudden I wanna, I, I'm supposed to go meet up with some chick, and that's all I know. The only thing I want to do is beat. That's yeah. it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go meet up with her, and freaking all of a sudden I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm gonna crank one out so I could really give it to her good. And then I crank one out, and I'm like. I got fucking work in the morning. <laughs> I, I can't go see this hoe. What's the matter with me? Like, get your life together. You know, and will, it makes better decisions. I will say this. Anybody who lives in the five boroughs, if you ever had a time where you had to meet a chick in New Jersey, Long uh, Island, yeah, that's, and you had a decision. There's a bridge involved. And she, and she hit you up and said, hey, you still up? And then you were like, ah, I recommend that you jerk off. Nine times out of ten, you will stay home after you jerk off, pretend you didn't even see her text, and you have saved yourself time and money because going out of the barrels and driving out of your way for pussy, when you get older, it's not the move. You're, yeah, you're well, 100% jerking right. Off, yeah, it but definitely does that. Two hours later, you're like, shit, you know what? Maybe she's still up. And I'll go there now. What? That's the end of my night. <laughs> I'm just saying, two hours later, you're, you're back to normal. I'm still asleep at this point. Yeah, well, all right, well, about. when you wake up in the morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's in the morning. Yeah, after yeah. I jerk off, I'm asleep like five <laughs> minutes later. That's a sleep aid at my age. It's like, oh, I got insomnia. Oh, I should jerk off so I can go to bed. <laughs> Yo, that is a good sleep aid. No, it definitely lie. is. Probably the best one. But you know what? Um, did I? And I, I've heard this before. I might have read it somewhere, and I don't know how true it is, mm-hmm. but they say that there's pretty much two type of guys, and both are kind of scientifically backed. I, f- I forget the whole science behind it, but basically um, one guy will have sex with a girl or jerk off, whatever, but usually have sex with a girl um, and want to leave right away because he did what he had to do and now he has to bounce, like, yeah. you know, almost like a caveman. Like, I came and, you know, now I'm going to keep it moving, go get some food and procreate with somebody else. Yeah. And the other guy, it's like, you know, falls asleep. Right, right away. I don't know the science behind that one, but supposedly those are the two. And I'm the type of guy. Once I come, I'm like, all right, what are we doing? I gotta get up out of here. You know what I mean? I mean, well, I think I'm it's also now. an age factor too. Like I remember, like back in the day in my early twenties, and when I was a teenager, you could have a beat session and still be hard as a rock right after you nutted. Now it's like, yo, can we get this one session out of the way? And like so we can be done. And she's like, yo, what about round two? Round two? Are you kidding me? Let me tell you something. If if a girl if if I if she didn't like what I did in round one, there's no way that yeah, she's gonna yeah, like no, what I did. There's no in encore. Round two. Like, like <laughs> come on. Maybe tomorrow. First, maybe. Well, yeah. I'm giving you the whole fireworks the first well, time. I'm showing you everything I got. And that's it. You yeah. can either accept it. Yeah. Or yeah, you know, that's it. The first time I have sex with you, unless, like, for some reason, like, I had some type of performance anxiety where I didn't get hard or something like that. But besides that, if I'm fucking, I'm showing you all my moves. And if you don't like what happened there, there's no way I'm getting better. How many I moves do you usually do? First time? First time. Well, I'm going to definitely, um, 
you know, you're gonna do missionary with the legs up. Yeah. Then um then you're gonna turn her over back shots, then you're gonna lay her on a stomach back shots. Then I'm gonna pick her up and let her know about that. Oh and the, then the pickup is good. Now, yeah. Not you know what I've learned? A lot of women have not been picked up in their life. Yeah. Like when she's riding you and you decide to slide your legs off the side of the bed and just stand up, they'll yeah. give you that look in your face like, What is this? Yeah, I don't I would like to agree with you, but I don't. I think they give us that look just for us. Well, like, ladies, if you've given me that look before, it's just for me. I thank you. I thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, I appreciate it as well. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Because that well. look, they give you the look like, oh my, like you yeah. just invented the wheel. Yeah. And they don't gotta drag sleds anymore. It's just like what? And then you start plowing and standing up. And I think that angle of the penetration is just like incredible for them. I don't even think they like it that much. I think that they like the feeling of being picked up more than the angle mm, the aggressiveness of it yeah you know okay well animalistic well yeah. I, I think uh what brian is saying is correct um i get away with a lot now because uh, i'm um it's a mental thing with me i'm very into foreplay so yeah. i get away with that a lot like i'll get the chicks right to the point of when she's about to come and then all i gotta do is three positions and it's just like that was the best sex ever and i'm like it really wasn't it's I just, just a mind game a yeah. lot of foreplay to get you in that zone. Yeah, but that's what women want. They want a lot of foreplay. Yeah, because uh, my three positions, I'm not going any more than 15 minutes at this age. Yeah. But for the most part, I don't think women want more than 15 minutes. Like, if you if you didn't handle your business in 15 minutes, you're not going to handle it in an hour. Yeah. yeah. But there's been times where I've nutted and, and girls will be like, oh, can we go again? Because it's not that they want to go again. It's that they want to get off, too. And I'm just like, yo, ladies, you got to get your head in the game. Well, that's why I this try to get... This is a race. I try, I try to get them off with the... Uh, with the head, and then and then if they if they can't come, most of the time they come with that. But then you know have them ride you, and then it, then it's your time. Yeah, you know as soon as they come, that's it. It's your time. <laughs> oh, as soon as they come, I don't even. I'm like, yo, talk all the shit you want to talk. Say whatever you need to say. I'm coming in the next five seconds. Well, that was good. Um, but, but I think I think to bring the, to to bring this back full circle because we we dropped a lot of jewels. Yeah. Um. With with my what my partner Brian was saying was it, it was absolutely correct. Even though there are a ton of dudes out there looking to smash, and there's some dudes out there that'll just smash anything. Um, and uh, God bless those guys, because I'm visual and mental. So, um, But at the end of the day, if a man's in a committed relationship, ladies, you have to understand the sacrifice <coughs> that men give to not be out there and fucking. Like, it's well, how about going against their DNA. Yeah, well, how about 100%. even that, right? Not even the fucking other chick's part. Sacrificing your free time, right? When a man sacrifices free time to be with a woman, that says a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. there's nothing I like better to do than to just stay home by myself, play my video games, relax, move on to go. I mean, I do that now yeah. with, with my wife. But I'm saying, like, even prior to that, like, to just sacrificing my free time. Well... Well, that's why I imagine imagine your girl didn't work. How do you, how do you think your relationship will work then? Well, she was sick for a few days, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> three, he's like she was sick for three days when I tried to blow her brains out. <laughs> he's like, I, 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 I almost I was left. Jumped, I was jumped off my terrace. <laughs> no, no, no. But you know, it was cool because me and her. How was she sick? Cancer? No, she had the flu, but she was home for three days. <laughs> and I almost no, was, took her in the bathtub. It was, it was actually, <laughs> like it was training day. It was actually, and almost ended up. It was actually four days. Uh, and um, 
it wasn't as it wasn't bad as I thought it was going to be, right? Like yeah. I thought, like, oh my god, you know. But since me and my wife are actually friends, mm-hmm. you know, it it was cool. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that's why I think that when you meet somebody, you got to develop a friendship. Absolutely. If you don't develop a friendship, then it's just going to be a chore. Yeah, no, 100%. But like you said, you still need your free time. Yeah, yeah, you still need your free time. Absolutely. Yeah. You know but, but I think that, you know, my wife gives me my free time. Like, even when she's yeah. home on the weekends, like, she'll That's go in the huge. room and, you know, she'll watch a real housewives yeah. or where, where the fuck ever. And you guys got to learn how to read each other, too. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, you know, like, I'll be in the living room, you know, Doing what I'm doing, she'll be in the room doing what she's doing. Like you know, we have our individual times. Not yeah. like she's always up under me. You know what I'm saying? No, and, and and little minimal stuff like that is is definitely good. Um, I remember a time I had an ex years ago, and we lived together. It was the first person I ever lived with. You yeah. know, she outside who of, shall not be named. She who shall not be named. Um, and this was the first time I lived with a woman outside of like you know when you grow up and you have a roommate or yeah. something yeah. like that. And um, I remember she worked um, two days a week at night. And literally, when I came home from working, so and she wasn't there, nonstop. it felt like, you know, risky business. And I was Tom Cruise. It was the happiest thing in the world. And then not to say that I didn't like her, or I didn't like seeing her when I came home, but just to have that freedom when somebody lives with you, yeah. and then you come home to an empty house, yo, it was the greatest. And I wouldn't even do anything crazy exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I, get what I would saying. have my work uniform on, I'd put the TV on, I'd order some food, and I would just chill. But you know what's crazy, though? Like, when my wife goes away for um, business, or uh-huh. whatever have you, right? And I'm home by myself... I have no idea what I'm doing. Like I feel like a, I feel like I feel like a child because you know, like getting my clothes together. I don't know what to wear anymore. Like she gets my clothes together. Like I have no idea what to wear anymore. This is you fucking you crazy. know what? They do that shit to us on purpose. Yeah, too, because, I don't know like, how to cook anymore because she she does um, the majority of the cooking. Like I cook, yeah. but you know she's a way better but cook than I am. They're but, like but, yeah, they're, but, like, a yeah, they're, they're like, like a mother. They're like a mother, but they do it. On purpose, like don't get me wrong, I appreciate what they do because depending, yeah, because you can't, you can't, um, like, uh, discipline a child if you have nothing to take from him. Like having Xbox to take away from the child is like, oh, like you like that Xbox? You're not doing good in school. Give me that Xbox. Now she's. Now you're like, man, I, I don't know how to fucking do laundry anymore. <laughs> I, I haven't I done laundry in five years. Yo, like when she's away, like I stay up late. I, I feel like a child. Like, cause when she's yeah. when she's home, she puts like, you to bed at nine thirty. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> she burps him. Yeah. All right, well, you had a you had a long day, buddy. <laughs> no, but we usually go to sleep around the same time and stuff like that. But when she's how awake, long did it take for you to get there to go to sleep at the same time? Like my girl is slowly getting like right now. Every once in a while, I'll go to sleep well, at like sleep, twelve. With well, her. she'll sleep. She'll go to sleep before I do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like right after that. Like if I got to go to work the next day, it's, you know, I go to sleep. Yo, but do you think that's a subconscious thing when you develop that bond with your wife or your girlfriend or your fiance that you're so used to doing things with her? Like even the act of going to sleep, you're like, you know what? Let me go to sleep when she goes to sleep because it's like a way of us to still be connected. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I, I don't do that shit. I kind of see what you're saying, but it's just more of a routine that we have. 
You know what yeah, I'm but saying? that like, routine comes from like a bonding experience. Yeah, yeah, no, like no, no, all no, the way, yeah, yeah, all yeah, the ways no, people bond. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you could see it as a bonding experience, but if I'm just freaking laying in bed awake, yeah. wow, while this chick is sleeping, I'm like, no, I'm no, out of no, here. See, this is crazy. It's not that. It's not like, well, if she goes to sleep, I got to go to sleep or some yeah. silly shit like that. No, I'm watching TV or whatever have you. But yeah. it, it's just like if she goes to sleep. I'm like, oh, well, what the fuck am I doing? Ain't nothing else on at 12.30 at night. I might as well just go to sleep, too. Yeah. But I also uh, think, too, like, um, I think um, just nuances like that and those bonding experiences. Like, when you're dating a chick and you go over to her house and she's like, oh, I'm going to cook for you. Um, most men are used to being like, okay, you know, she'll say, go sit down, watch TV or do whatever. Me, I like actually being in the kitchen with them. Because I'm like, yeah. if I haven't seen you or if we're chilling... I don't want to waste time sitting on your couch watching TV. I'd rather be in the kitchen talking to you. Not only am, you know, can I learn something, but we're still having that together time. Yeah, I'll crazy. do. I'll I do. Think that's no, insane. I, that's fucking crazy. She's cooking the meal, and no, no, she wants you to hover. I'm not oh, hovering. You, you I'm got, just. Oh, you got. You got a little kitchen. Yeah, in I'm just, my kitchen. I'm sitting, chilling, thanks, thanks talking. Thanks for to, putting hey, it out there. I have a little kitchen. You, fucking you don't even asshole. got a chair in your kitchen. Come on, asshole. I'm just saying. I've been in Rel's kitchen, and it's pretty big. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome, sir. You know, it's not all about the size. It's it's about the grease in the pan, I guess. Go ahead. No, because I will do that, but it just depends how I feel. Like if I'm exhausted, unless I really know she wants to talk. I'm going to sit on the couch. But, you know, I'll help out. I'll do the dishes. No, but I'm just just saying in the the beginning, in the beginning. Not like um, living with somebody or marriage or anything. In the beginning, I want want that dinner to be ready when I got there. (laughs) I wanted to show up and that dinner was ready. I didn't didn't want to wait for nothing. I didn't plan on this hour of cooking time. I wouldn't say anything, but like if if she told me to be there for 6.30 because dinner's at 6.30 and I got there at 6.30. Yeah. And, and it, was no it wasn't dinner cooking? for like se- till seven thirty. I'm like, yo, like, are you? You fucking fuck? leaving? Yeah, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I got shit going on. I'm here for food. Yeah, you, 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 Yeah, you said dinner at six thirty. I I was expecting dinner at six thirty. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying, like, like just little nuances like that, like when a person's cooking and stuff like that, or even if like you you guys do stuff together as far as errands. I feel like all of that bonding time and all of that stuff you do, even if some people say it's a routine, it's also like you know that's why you know you usually go to sleep after your partner goes but, to bed. But that's why to use Rel's favorite word, organic. I feel like it should be organic. Like if I don't like. And to quote my man Patrice O'Neal, mm-hmm. like if I don't want to do something, like if I don't feel like sitting there talking to you because I'm exhausted, don't rob me or take me of my time. You're raping oh, yeah, my time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, yo, absolutely. I'm exhausted. You, you want to talk? Relax. Leave me the, leave me alone. Like, what's this is this is one of the things that I think also. There's a there's a there's um a difference between. Giving someone time and saying, hey, I'm going out with my friends or I'm doing something with my family to then just avoiding the relationship completely. Because then when you're like, okay, uh, my partner rather do everything without me, then it's like, damn, like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, are you finding stuff to do just so you don't have to hang out with me? Like, let me know. Yeah, but it could be that people are individuals, right? Yeah. People have their own interests. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's important. That get whoever closer, just in case. Oh, that's my mic. <laughs> 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 anyway, like I was saying, 
Um, that is a big and, black mic. This is fucking crazy. It's very close Sorry. to his mouth. Okay, come on. Come on. Like I was saying, I think it's important that people be individuals, right? So these have their own interests. Because if it's somebody that doesn't have their own interests, they don't have their own friends. Oh, that's the it, worst. It's, it's going to suffocate you because yeah. you're going to be... Their happiness depends on you. Yeah. It's horrible. That, that, that's There's so much but pressure. When do, when do you get to the point of somebody going, who's your best friend, and then you say your partner is? I, uh, unless I'm a homosexual and I, <laughs> I, and I marry my best friend, then it's never going to happen. No, but I, because it's, to me, it's a different relationship. homosexual views of Brian Weber is not... <laughs> yeah, that's on Brian Weber. No, I don't... Not I, the show. I don't care. Uh, I'm just but, saying that's no, not going to No, but I'm just happen. saying, like, if you, if you think about it, like... Wish I was going to double my wardrobe. You do, you do talk to her the most out of the week, even if you have your own set of exactly. friends. Exactly. And you do spend the most time with her you know, just in a living situation yeah. and stuff like that. So when does that, when do you stop and say to yourself, like, yo, you know what? This actually is my best friend. Yeah. Not to take anything away from best friends you've had before the relationship. It's a different yeah. friendship. Yeah, yeah, but just to say, this is my, this is, you know, my best friend. You yeah. know how, like, when, you know, people go into couples therapy I, and they're like, who's your best friend? And the people are like, yeah. oh, my wife's my best friend. Like, when do you get I, to that point? I think probably around 75 when all your other friends die. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you'll say, you know what? <laughs> She's my best friend. <laughs> you know? This broad. The, the one who puts it. my dentures in the cup and, yeah. and cleans them, that's exactly. my best friend. Up until seventy five, and you're no, because there's a lot of alive. women out there, and they and I, you know, we've had these discussions with women, and they have this thing where they go, "Oh no, if if you get um if you if something happens to you, who you think's gonna be at the hospital, your boys? Oh, if you're injured, who you think's gonna give you a bath or or, or you know take care of your bandages, your boys?" And I'm well, like. I've done that for my boys. Like, so yeah, that yeah, argument but, is mute. Yeah, I'm but, not there every single day, see, yeah. but I've done that. Yeah, exactly. But it's a different type of situation. Yeah. Like, you two are, are family. Yeah, y'all my brothers, right? Yeah. I don't consider you friends. You're my brothers. Yeah. God bless you. Feeling exactly. Mutual. But here's the thing. <laughs> I know my wife will be there just as much as you. Oh, 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 more. De- no, no, more. definitely more. Even, I agree. Even, she'll be there more. Yeah, 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 You know what I'm saying? Because she holds me down. Absolutely. Like, yeah, it's a nobody else has ever yeah. held me down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, vice versa. You so, would do the same Yeah, for exactly. So, when I say that's my best friend, I mean it. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. you know, we but, talk, we have fun. But is there certain I things get, I can talk to her about that I can talk to you guys about? No. I mean, because, you know. I get what you're saying. I just don't look at it at that point of view. Like, yeah, do I think my, my girl is going to be there for me no matter what? Of course. And and do we, um, you know, for the most part, I probably can't hang out with anybody else as much as I hang out with her. But yeah. I just still separate my my like friendships with people from a relationship. I just think it's different. I don't think it's like that's my best friend. Like, yeah, obviously she's she's one of you know, like my best friend, but it's it's different. You know what I mean? Like it's a different relationship. Yeah, I mean yeah, no, I hear what you're saying, right? And I guess this is go to a segue to another topic about going on vacations with your friends opposed to going to a vacation with your significant other. I think you should be doing both. Well, I do think you should be doing both, but here's the thing, and, I, and I'm glad he brought up that topic. Um, when you go on vacation with your friends, um, there's no expectation. 
It's like we're going to have fun. We've been friends for years. We know each other. Oh, yeah. We know how to move and hang out. When you go with your partner, those are like, even if it's new experiences or you've been on vacation a lot, you still put more feeling into the way that person is enjoying the vacation mm. because you're saying, I yeah. love this person or I really like this person. I want them to have a really good time. If I went on vacation with you guys, I would want you guys to have a good time. But if you didn't, it wouldn't affect me emotionally. I wouldn't be like, yo, these dudes didn't really have a good time. I'd be like, yo, I had a good time. And, you know, maybe the next time we go on vacation, we'll have an even better time. What? But when you're with your lady, you're like, yo, I want her to have the best time as well as myself have a good time. But I'm more putting thoughts into how she feels well, about that's, when we're on vacation. Well, that's also because you're, you're probably doing not, I mean, obviously it's vacation for you, but you're doing it for her as well. So, so her having a good time is reflecting what you have done for her on this vacation, like whether you set it up you, because you want her to have a good time. If you go away with your boys, it's just like, hey, you're expected, like we look at each you know, like we're men, we look at each other like if you don't have a good time, it's on you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's yeah. your problem. Uh-huh. You know, with your girl, like you feel like you, you put uh, your foot forward for her. Like I want her to have a blast. It's almost yeah. like if you were going away with your kids, not that any of us have any biological children, but you want them to have a good time. Yeah. Because you're doing it for them. So it's it, in a way and, it's kind of selfish. And whether whether Even wait, wait, it's wait, not wait, selfish. Wait, 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 what do you feel was selfish? That you want them to have a good time because you feel like you're doing this for them. I don't partly, think so. Not partly. I well, think that when you go on vacation with the person you're with, it's kind of like, well, we both like doing a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. Like when me and my wife go on vacation, we go, we go out to eat, we go out to drink. That's it. There's no real party and stuff like that. Like yeah. if I go out with my boys, you know, they would want to party. I'm yeah. not a partier. So, yeah. you know, I'm not going to have that great of a time. Well, it so it, it all depends. You on gotta know who interest. to go away with, and that's and that's another thing. Like, yeah. I know, like I have friends that I don't want to go away with. You know, you know yeah, who they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You yeah. Know but what also, I think it also changes with time too. Like when we used to go on vacation. Like remember when we went to uh, Buddha's bachelor party, and we were in New Orleans. Yeah. That was a vacation where we were like, yo, we're younger, we're into that scene with of them hard ass strippers. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, anybody out there listening? Do not ever, ever, ever go to a strip club on the strip. Down in New Orleans, terrible. Um, I don't even. It looks they, like The Walking Dead. And they have, yo, they they have strip clubs open during the day, and you're like, why are these strip clubs open for breakfast? With track marks on the arms, it's just. Yo, it was it was the worst, and I understand Katrina and the time we went, and everybody was like fiending to make a living, but Jesus Christ, like that daytime like rundown. Every chick we met down there that was decent was hookers. Yeah. Every chick we met down there, that was a decent looking girl, ended up being hookers. Hookers are strippers. Hookers are strippers. And so, yo, Bourbon Street, I don't know what it looks like now because I haven't been in years. But, yo, Bourbon Street. That's a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, during the daytime. Literally, figuratively, and metaphorically. But you know what, though? I would definitely go there again with my wife because. The food. the food, yeah, yeah. The, the food. food, and I heard they have like the really good jazz. Scene. Yeah, exactly. And, so um, you know, when you get older, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The preferences yeah. change. Like when we were younger, we were like, oh, look at how many strip clubs and regular yeah, clubs. Yeah, let's throw even, some beads off the top. Of even the though things. we went and we enjoyed the food as well, like our moment, the the food was an icing on the cake type deal. When we were down there that young. Yeah, absolutely. Now yeah. as an older person, you're like, okay, I'd rather just that's go to the dinner day I'm going and going for the food. 
Yeah. Like, you're not really saying I have to go out clubbing or I have to go out there. Unless your lady likes to dance. Yeah. Unless that's her thing and your thing as well. Like, you know what? Let's go out to the club, have a you know a couple drinks and just dance. And then from there, we're done for the night. Yeah. I mean, there's no way I'm going to a club at 40. Yeah, but I just... Where think, I got to pay to get in somewhere. Yeah, but I, I understand what, yeah. I understand what oh, Brian shit. was saying. Um, I but um and and and, I didn't know. and whether you forty uh, first day actually what are you oh, talking about and, and whether you um go on vacation with your girl or not I understand what Brian was saying you do put an effort ladies if you plan a vacation and you know your man is at the job working the overtime busting his ass and all he contributes to the vacation is giving the money for the trip yo that's a lot. He still wants to go on vacation with you. It's just that he doesn't have the time and or the energy he's, he's to still, sit with you and plan yeah, stuff. Yeah, but he's still sacrificing his time at work to get paid to give you to well, give you money yeah, but for that. She, but if she oh, what works, if, no. But what, what oh, I'm, no, what I'm saying, I thought he was saying. No, what if I'm he's saying paying is, for it, that's his I, only what contribution. I'm saying is, people should just realize their partner's strengths and weaknesses. And since we're on the topic of vacations, like. I'm if not a, a planner. If, yeah, I get what if you're, you're saying. not a I don't planner plan and your and your girl is very good at planning, play to her strengths. Yeah, my wife plans all this. Your job yeah. is to come like either with your half of the bread, or if you're even if you're paying for everything and saying, "Yo, I want to do something nice for your birthday or our anniversary, and I'll pay for everything." If she plans it, you know, and she says like, "I'm oh, an ideas guy." Yeah, if I'm she an says ideas. like, "Oh, um, yeah. I give you the and ideas." And then there's other couples who basically plan it together, or there's men out there who just take the initiative and plan everything. Either or, yo, if the guy or girl does it, realize everybody out there in a relationship, it takes a lot to just even say, hey, we're going away together. Even though they're like, yo, I want to do stuff with you, see Thailand, Greece, whatever, Vegas, Florida, to, for a guy to take time out of his day or a woman to take time out of her um, t- um, days and say, yo, we're going on vacation with this person, I get what Brian's saying because... Even though we're all sacrificing what we sacrifice, time, planning, whatever, the man is usually more like, I want my family to enjoy this. And if they enjoy it, my lady, the kids, whoever comes with me, that makes me feel better as well. I want to enjoy the trip too, but if my family has a blast, that adds to the Wait, value so of my vacation. So you're saying that's exclusively just the man's thoughts that they just want? The- no, no, no. The women want that too. But I'm just saying, like, I think everybody who go on vacation wants to have a blast. But it's but what we were talking about was the difference between friends and going with your spouse. Yeah, like when you go you with your go spouse, with your friends, you want everybody to have the good time. But I don't think you're as invested. In yeah, their yeah, time yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. you are, as when you're in a relationship, the man and woman, they both say to themselves, "Like, I want my my dude yeah. or my woman yeah, to the, make the these woman dope. always have the same feelings." Yeah, as we do. this memory. But yeah, when, absolutely. But when they go on girls' trips, it's all about, they're not really that emotionally attached because I've heard girls tell horror stories. On well, you know vacation. what? Maybe that's maybe that's why they have a horrible time with too many girls because they are emotionally invested with their girlfriends too. Whereas if us three go on vacation and Rel's having a good time, it's like a, a bad time. We're like, oh. Well, I guess Rel's staying in the room tonight. But but here's yeah, the, and, and, I, and I wouldn't have a problem staying yeah. in the room. But here's exactly. the head kick though. No, yeah. I've talked we, to we go away women differently. I've, yeah. than women. I've talked to women I've dated or I've talked to women that I've just met randomly. And when they start talking about vacations, every woman that I've ever come across, and this is not a blanket statement, this is just my opinion. Every um sounds like a blanket statement. Every woman that I've interacted with, <laughs> they have a story about <laughs> every oh, woman I have met. Never, I'll never go on vacation with this girl again. Or oh, this chick bounced and left us and went to the airport and went home. And I was like, I have never been on a vacation. 
situation like that. Like, I've been on a vacation where I go, oh, the next time they ask me, I might not be as enthusiastic to I go because I don't rock with these I people like that. What? But I've never had a, a all-out just I'm never speaking to that person again. Yeah. Or And I hear a lot of horrible girls' trips like that. And I don't have yeah. any clue why that is. I tell you what, though. The one time where I left the vacation early and I, and I, met, I met my boy in Cuba. Mm-hmm. So I'm supposed to be there for two weeks. And it was when Castro died, too. Yeah. And so I was there for probably, like, eight days. And I told him, I was like, yo, I got to get out of here. Yeah. And I felt so trapped there. Had nothing to do with him. We were having a good time. But the way the country was set up, to me, it was scary. Like, I was almost getting claustrophobic. Like, imagine I get trapped here. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. To me, it felt like the most beautiful prison I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was a beautiful beautiful country but it was a prison it was so scary to me i finally was able to change my flight i had to pay you know a little bit of money but i got out of there yeah but i never i've never been on a vacation where i've i usually think to me i've been on a vacation that's been seven days and i've done a full week sunday to sunday yeah but i've never been on a vacation where i've wanted to be somewhere or see it um more than a few more than a few weeks well that's one thing a few weeks like, if a person said to me, like, hey, we're going here for two weeks, I'd be like, nah, I'm, I'm good on four days. Yeah. Just give I'm, me I'm Friday a, to Monday yeah. and I'm fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm a three-day well, guy. Well, that's why what I learned by traveling is that after four days, you know, if you're crazy seven days at the most mm-hmm. of partying and drinking, unless you're, like, traveling through, like, you're backpacking through Europe or something, you're seeing tons of different stuff, and you're changing that's scenery, different that's yeah, different. That's but if you're in, like, one spot, or a or like similar area, deal. wherever. After four to seven days, unless you're crazy, like I said, if you don't have a purpose there, you don't want to be there anymore. And that's what you felt yeah. like in Cuba. You were like, the seven or eight days no, was no, no. good enough. I, but I, you went to different locations. You didn't stay in one location. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I went a little bit, but no, I kind of stayed in Havana. That was it. You know? But Havana, you can pretty much do that in like three days. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Three days and you're done. So you were there that's eight, it. and that's when that. I was like, yo, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I can't get on the way. Like three nights is the the max. Yeah, because you can do everything you want to do within those three nights, unless you do like going through Europe, yeah. going through different countries. You know, you change the scenery. So that's a different or situation. Unless you have a purpose, because when I was trying to learn Spanish, I was in Columbia Yeah, 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 exactly. I had a purpose. But that was the purpose. It wasn't yeah. just for leisure. Yeah, so I wasn't drink Like, I would drink on the weekends at yeah, the most. Yeah, exactly. You know? See, that's a different situation. What well, I'm saying is if you go on vacation and stuff like that, three nights... That's all you need. You go to Vegas. Yeah. All you need you is don't, two or three nights. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. More than three nights shows. in Vegas, you're going to yeah, die. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, because like basically Vegas is just like, unless you're saying to yourself, like, I want to break this down and do clubs and shows. And then the last couple of days, I'll do something like a, a, a Grand Canyon or something like that. But if you stay and say, I'm just going to party pool party like your body can't take that no it definitely can't but i tell you those pool parties are pretty amazing in vegas no no they they definitely are but like just that that much remember when we went to texas how long were we down in texas for uh three or four days yes and we almost died like the way we were drinking and not sleeping it was crazy even though we were eating and hanging out and seeing a bunch of stuff i came home from and i've never been that hurt from a fella's vacation let me ask something and I, I and, and to no, that was, to yeah, go to Vegas and do like four days in Vegas. But at what age do you stop doing that? 
No, I but I, I, think I don't it, think I'm gonna stop doing it anytime soon. I think it changes. Like partying. Like I think I could. I, I, I mean, think, that, I'm not. I'm not saying yeah. you know that. Like even that you should stop. No, like it depends on the individual. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if you. But I do don't it, party regularly. So when I go on vacation, I you go party. Yeah, it's I like the walls you know me. I I I drink maybe once a month, but when I go on vacation, yeah, I drink every day. So I can't do that. Yeah. No, but see, for me, I think uh, the vacations have changed too. Like, um, we're we're not like when we were in Mexico or Texas or Vegas or whatever. Like now, when I go on vacation with my boys, like we do stuff. Like guys are like, "Yo, let's see if we can catch that basketball game." And then we'll probably go out, you know, that night dinner and celebrate. And then the next day it might be like, oh, there's a pool party. Let's go hit that up. But we're actually doing more activities than I did when I was younger. Yeah, when I was you, younger, yeah. Nowadays it was you more like more you stuff. sleep all day because you're recovering from that. Yeah, you party. You have oh, you do one meal yeah. and then you go right back to the club. Yeah. Or the next club or whatever club is popping in those cities. Now it's more like let me see what this city or this, or, or this you know, country has. And I'll add that into a couple of nights of celebrating with my boys. I hear you. I, just can't, done, I just can't do. I've done more excursions. Yeah, I've done more excursions. I mean, that's just me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we went out, on, you know, to vacation, Brian, like you say, he likes to party. Mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah. I'll say, hey guys, have a good night. After yeah. the dinner. We yeah, after the a, dinner. We can find a yeah. happy I'm a, I'm a chill yeah. in the room and relax. But you'll get up the next day and you'll go four-wheeling with us. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. Do, yeah it, see, I guess when you're going with your friends, you, you do. Who's who, who. Yeah, you have to know who's who, who yeah. you're going out with. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I, I think, only hang out with. I think at this age, it's, a good, it's good for us to still vacation because we know that. And yeah. it would be like uh, if me and Brian would, would go out to the club and we'd be like, yo, we know Rel's not coming, but we definitely have to get him up in the morning if we're doing the ATVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there's still a bunch of stuff that you can do without clubbing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? You can still hit all the restaurants and the food spots with us well, if we decide to do a museum. Yeah, well, also nowadays at this age, we actually have money. Where we can do certain things like that. Yeah. Where before it was like, like yo, money we is have to very save, important. To we have to save all economy. our money for drinks tonight at the club. Yeah. Because we can't we can't do dinner and go to the club later, some nice steak dinner and go to the club later when you're twenty two. But I mean I can do that now, but I'm not doing that now. Yeah. You it's not the price nothing. of drinks are crazy at the club. Yeah. I think I think um Good got, people attract really good people, and, and I'm, I'm always a big believer in that. If you're like a, and I'm not saying you're like great like Mother Teresa, but if you're like a pretty much decent good person and you network, you're gonna, and especially with today's like social media. I remember the last vacation I, w I went on, I took a picture and I posted it, and people knew where I was. And then like a few really uh, um, good dudes hit me up and was like, "Yo, go to this place and ask for this person." I think now as an adult, like. Um, you have so many of those connections where even when you're on a really good vacation, you're not even really, even though you have to have money to do a lot of good things, you're not spending it all because you have connects. Or like even Vegas right now. I could go to Vegas right now and pretty much spend nothing because so many of my people know so many promoters. See, the last time I went to Vegas, well, the only two times I went to Vegas was with my wife. And um, see Groupon. Like the restaurants yeah. that we was eating at. Mm -hmm. And we saved so much money. Yeah. Just by now, doing but, that. But even like if even if you wanted to like go to out and party, like you have resources. You could hit up like people like Sam or anybody else that you know and be like, yo, See, who I, knows promoters I, out here? I'm not like that because it's very hard for me to like bullshit with people that I have no base with. 
But like, I'm not saying yeah. like you're good at you're good at like schmoozing new people. I'm like I don't know this dude. Like maybe he's gonna hook me up in a year at a club, but I don't care. Yeah, no, but like, I mean, it's, it's just like I, I don't I, talk I to this dude. Right. I get that, but I'm talking about no. But like, you don't mind talking to people. No, I do. I'm but just I'm like about oh, if God, I gotta talk to this guy. Connect. Like yeah, but if, when are you gonna use it next year? If you were out of town and you said, "Yo, James, I have cousins coming in." Can you please, you know, take them around with whatever? Connection. I wouldn't ask you that because I would, I would hate for you to ask no, me yeah, that. Exactly. Like, please. Exactly. I would no, never ask you But I'm just saying, yeah. like, whatever connections or whatever time I could do it, I would do it because I'm a real, you know, person to you. Now, if if, you, if I hit up one of my real boys and I and they say to me, "Yo, go to this spot and just ask for Tony." Don't wait on the line. He's going to get you in. I think what Brian's saying is more or less like yeah. it's a I'm favor talk- for a favor type thing. No, like- but I'm talking about using those resources. Yeah, now yeah, when yeah. you're older, you have more resources no, because no. people have been if it, so many more if places. It's, if it's easy for... It's if it's that easy where I could just call you and say, "Yo, don't you have a boy in Vegas? I could get me in, uh, whatever, whatever club." And you're like, "Yeah, I call him," and then you text me back and say, "Yeah, just say this name at the at the door." I'll hundred percent do that. But if I'm at a party and you're like, "Hey, Brian, this is Dave. He's a he's the biggest promoter in Vegas." I'm gonna be like, "Hey, nice to meet you," and walk away because I don't want to talk to this guy for eight hours. So next year he could Bullshit. hook me up for one night. Like he'd be like, "Hey, remember me? Uh, we met at James's." Party, and then he's gonna And then when he comes to New York or whatever have you, he's gonna be like, "Hey, remember when I hooked you up?" Yeah, be like, "I got work. I can't be taking you out." I tell you what, but that is funny about New Yorkers because I remember um, I went. um, I I don't play baseball, but I went for this baseball tournament um, with with my firehouse. Okay, so we were in Chicago. So the guys that we played baseball against took us all over. And they would be like, yo, these are New York City firefighters. And yo, we got in everywhere for free. Yeah. Like every big club. So then, like, you know, next year or six months later, they're coming here and they're, they're telling everybody, like, hey, can we get together? We got to take them out. I'm like, yo, this is going to be a lot of fucking money. Because <laughs> no clubs are even letting us in for free exactly. if you don't know somebody. To let another 15 dudes in, it was crazy. And we tried to show them a good time, but we couldn't show them the time that they showed us that was on the it was on the arm everything was you know yeah, yeah, they got yeah. us in everywhere for free you can't do that in new york and i think that kind of rubs off on us like oh uh, you know what i mean no but you know what it is too i think demographically it changes you as a person because like um miami la chicago and new york right let's just say they're very expensive the way they real estate the way they tax and stuff like that that's not saying it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when we go other places it's just like like what Brian said, like New Yorkers are New Yorkers, but like I've been other places in other cities where I'm like, wow, these people are showing like hospitality out the ass. Yeah, I would love to do this, but it's impossible for me to do oh, this yeah. because I live in New York. Yeah, the only way you could do it is if you have a nice setup at your house, like you have a you have you know a, a nice bar backyard at your house, a little bar. bar. Yeah, yeah exactly. and you have people over and you can show them a good time. Like that's why the beer garden was dope. Oh my god, and, you know, so many birthday parties at the beer yeah, garden. Yeah, because you could just go there and you order what you want. And you could, it turns into fucking Jersey Shore. Yeah, but right. at first when How we first started Jersey Shore, when it came, we became S Studios. When... Oh, but that was upstairs. I never even went there. No, but no, was, I think, no, the regular... But there were certain events, like the Biggie trash. Brunch and stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you don't trash. that. Um, and I would like to say well, this to well, all well, New York promoters. I like Biggie and I like Pac as much as any other hip-hop fan out there. 
Stop trying to get me to come to these guys' party on the day they passed away or their birthday. I've heard the song a million times. You're not going to get me to pay $50 entrance fee because you're playing songs that I have the CDs in my car. Yeah, but they get other people. I think it's just Because they're party. always packed. Yeah, it's a party. Just, yeah, just it's the a reason to have a party. Yeah, That's it. Yeah, but like, yeah, like, 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 I've been to theme parties. I've been to like color themes. Yeah, but it's clearly like, working though. Every, <laughs> I mean, they keep doing it. It's clearly yeah. working. Oh, no, no. It doesn't work for me. I live yeah. through IG yo, videos. This, <laughs> guy, <laughs> this guy is the one who was like, yo... Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor is a stupid fight. I'm not going to see it. I'm like, yo, I'm having a fight party. You coming through? Yeah, bringing my whole yeah. family. <laughs> and, and, and you see what that turns into? Though, when I go to fight parties, and let's just be clear, I go because I'm hanging out and spending time with my 100%. friends. hundred yeah. percent. If but you said, James, are you ordering the fight and throwing a party? Absolutely not. I didn't want to see this fight in the begin with. But would you have came over to my house and watched it, just me and you? Brian, I come to your house to do anything. With it. That's what I'm saying. There's times I've been to your house and I fell asleep for four hours and I just get up and go, all right, I'm getting out of here. Yeah, well, and that was a good Friday. You still wanted to see the fight, even though it was a BS fight. But it's Brian, it's a reason I want to, to see promote something. You know if, I mean? if, if I was in ancient Rome, I yeah. would be in the Colosseum every yeah, day screaming, no, but it's not, cut his head off. Like, yeah. I just love seeing people fight. <laughs> <Cut> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Poke his eyes out. Like, I love seeing no, but it, fights. It's, yeah. it's the party. People yeah. go for the party. Yeah. It, it, everything else is the thing. Like it's just a backdrop. They're not somebody's... even going to play Biggie yeah, that much. Exactly. They play two songs. I think that's it, yeah. Like, if I go to somebody's New Year party, I'm not helping you celebrate another year of life and, 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 hey, this is our year in positivity. It's just a chance for me to see you guys and spend time with you guys. I don't care if it's New Year's. Yes, you I, do. I, you do all the speeches for New Year's. Oh, this guy. Yeah, they, yo, yeah, New Year. This, this is New Year, New Me, James. This guy? I've worked the last this two New Year's. Year. I've worked the last two New Year's. What parties did you guys see me at? No, no, no. no before that. We want to hear your quotes. Get this guy's Facebook page. Oh, I want to see his guy. quotes. I'm a quote guy. I want to see his quotes. This is the, the first day of the rest of my life. <laughs> and you know why I give these quotes? Because uh, both of my boys are naysayers. And if I didn't put these quotes out there, I'd be just as depressed as them 24 hours a day. Well, I'm a naysayer. I'm definitely a naysayer. Well, you might have a point there. <laughs> I'm definitely a naysayer. At 40, yeah. Yo, you know what's great, what's great about my friendship with Rel? I know Rel so well that even when he goes... I don't feel like coming. I'm like, that's just his regular everyday energy. Let me tell you coming. Let me tell you something. Anytime anybody invites me anywhere, he's I don't not. Care. He's not. I hyped. am instantly furious yeah. for the first ten minutes. Yeah. I am fucking furious. Yeah. A wedding, I'm furious. A baby shower, I'm fucking furious. Wedding it, is is tough because that's not only you. Have, it's a big. It's it's a commitment. It's a big thing. And it's money. And it's money. Yeah. 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 You're putting. The, you're, you're putting. You could be looking 100. at four hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on if you're bringing anywhere from two to four hundred. Yeah, because yeah. back in the day, the rule of thumb was 150 by yourself, 300 if you're bringing yeah. you know, a plus one. And now, now inflation. Inflation, you know? yeah, you got to come. Um, Rel hasn't gave more than $50. No, yeah. no, but what, what I was saying with that is I know Rel so well, yeah. I just know that's his cruise control energy. Yeah. So it's not like he's going to throw me off like, ah, oh, he doesn't want to chill. I'm just like, no, nah, he'll be good to go in like yeah, 10 you, minutes. Yeah, but you know what? You got to let me get through. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what it is? I'm the same way. I'm just not to the extreme Relis because like, no matter what it is, so let's say, like this podcast, when James told us about it, I was like, yeah, it's cool, but when like all of a sudden they were like, "Oh, it's this Friday." It's like this Friday. Do I want to really freaking go? <laughs> and now like we're here, we're having a good time. Yeah. And it's the same way even with the gym. Someone calls you to go to the gym, or you know you have to go to the gym, or if you're doing any type of class, 
you're like, man, I don't want to fucking go to this well, dumbass shit. It, it, and then you get there and you're like, I'm glad I went. Yeah. But that's, that's just for, how it that, is. Yeah, that's for some things. Like, I don't want to be invited to something like the day of. Like, don't tell me like the day before or the day of. Like, I like that because yeah. then I can say, no, I can't make it. Yeah, see, that's the easy way out. See, that's the easy way out. That's my go-to. I like, yeah. Yeah, but sometimes I, I like spontaneous. Sometimes spontaneous. Like um, my birthday when I was supposed to work and I didn't have any plan because uh, I was supposed to be away this week. Um, that whole day without a hitch. Yeah, but like, it, but it benefited you. No, no, but any but like if you think about it, anytime you're invited to something, even if the day comes and you say shit. Like, the day's here and I don't want to go to it. When you go and have a good time, that still benefited you because you had a good time. Yeah, if you have a good time. But it's, it's all about, and and this goes to so many things, it's about getting out of your comfort zone. Like, a lot of times you get out of your comfort zone and you realize, man, that was good. So, it even even with little things, when it just it's going for freaking lunch with your friends when they call you last minute, you're like, man, I'm sitting in my freaking boxers. I just wanted to chill. I don't feel like doing nothing. And, and you're like, whatever. I haven't seen these dudes in a while. Let me go. And you don't really want to go, but then you get there and you have a blast. You yeah, got out of your yeah, comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, that, Small levels and big levels. Yeah, that's on some things. Most things with me, it's like, I get, feel disrespect. Get, get, get close to that mic. Okay. <laughs> with me, I feel kind of disrespected when you invite me to things, but I shouldn't be invited to. What last like, minute or just not even ju- last minute? Like well, if I, oh, I, I, I you know, I'm talking. Like no, 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 no. Like listen a to baby way, shower. We, yeah, it's a, yeah, listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. If we're just cool, mm-hmm. uh, I get what you're saying. You know, don't invite me to your wedding. Yo, this is like you Seinfeld know, yeah, asking exactly. him to move. Yeah, don't, like, yeah, you want me to help you move? Like you've been chilling for two weeks. It's levels to this. So if we're just like cool, you know, don't invite me to your baby shower, your fucking gender reveal. Like, who, who wants to go to a gender well, reveal? Well, not for nothing. I, I yeah. used to be furious at some some of these things. I, I, I still don't understand the gender reveal thing. I get I see the emotion on videos. Um, I've never been to one um, because I know it was a product of something that was created. Like, gender reveals came about because of social media. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, some, stuff that used to be thing. intimate between two people. Now, and their family. Yeah, now... People want everybody to see how amazing their lives are. It's like, yo, have some intimacy. Like, we're going to find out what your baby is. Nobody cares. Yeah. Well, Nobody I've cares. Never, I've yeah. never seen a gender reveal. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. my God, I can't wait to see what it is. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Fuck. There's all you're going there for is, is see, food and liquor. Yeah, that's I see it. people get excited on these videos. And Who they go, gets oh, excited? my God. But yeah, because I, it's but, fake. But yeah. it's staged because they know it's recording. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Staged. And then people are coming up with, like, new creative ways to show either blue for the boy or pink for the girl. I've never been to one, and I and I see what it is. It's just a, a, a way to get people together. Um and the thing about it's good and bad. the thing about social media, these are the things that will get the most likes and attention: having a baby, buying a house, graduation, or relationship. If you post or talk about any of those four things, you are getting reactions from people, and it's all positive. Yeah. And it's all like, oh my god, click like button, this and that. But like, there's certain things that like because I grew up in the area that I grew up in, and I didn't, I wasn't raised by social media, so I know certain things weren't a thing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, we so, were adults before social media. Yeah, so it's like the gender reveal when people are like, oh, you're coming to my gender reveal. And I'm like, um, 
I, I think I'm going to just watch the paint in my house dry. Or <laughs> I got to wash all the laces in my shoes. Like I got to go I, walk my goldfish. I've never been to a gender reveal. Yeah. Ever. But even think about it. And but, I will but, never go. Yeah, but, but you know it, what? Let's, let's, take, let's take this stance right now. Yeah. The sweatpants bros. The sweatpants bros. Any, any gender reveal. I'm, nope. in, I'm in on that. Now, if you have right, a... Let's get a walk body on that. Now, if you have a... Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Now, if you have... <laughs> now, if you have like a co-ed baby shower, and it's like, okay, we're going to tell you what you have. I don't want to go to that either. I'm not going to make a pack. I'm not going to make a pack I don't want to go. I don't want to go to that either, but... I'll go to that. Well, here's the thing. But I'm not going to a separate here, event for a gender reveal. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Here's the thing with uh, uh, co-ed baby showers, and this is just my two cents on that. Back in the day, it was all women at the baby shower and the person who impregnated the girl having the baby. No, they would leave too. No, but they would they have would the, they up. would have to they, they would help set up and then they would come back for the gifts yeah. because they had to take all the gifts in the car. The women used to check the men back they like, "Yo, put an egg in your shoe, beat it. Get the fuck yeah. out of here." Yeah, but whoever who that was actually really good. Don't pass up a chance to be witty. Um, whoever did that co-ed stuff, I don't know why. I think was that social media that did that? That had to be social media. Yeah. It had to be all this stems from social people, media. People People also just want to turn things into a real party, and they want more gifts, more money. I mean, I don't that's, blame that's them for why. wanting more gifts and stuff like yeah. that. But happening a whole. Yeah, you're not gonna thing. get me with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so basically, but do you all bring the... gifts to a gender reveal. Yeah. Yo, so no, no, not a gender reveal. The um, the baby, the baby shower. shower. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm talking. I thought we were talking about co-ed baby shower. Okay, right, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, so basically, what we're saying the is, is just, somebody hey, finally realized. Us. That, it's either going to be a boy or a girl. Yeah, you, you got a 50-50. Yeah. Somebody finally realized that when I have a wedding, I'm paying for this, and I don't get my money back. So you now, may, how can I get my money depends, back leading up to this wedding? And that's where the co-ed baby shower... Uh, some people, yo, depending on culture, some people are starting to give money at these gender reveals. Oh, here's a card for the baby. Man. And he, and you still invite that same person to the baby shower. Man, you get the fuck out of here with <laughs> yeah. that. No, but I've seen it. Like People are like, now this is what I think. Um, I live in New York, and uh, my Hasidic Jew brothers and sisters, um, they're out there, and they do the right thing. For bar mitzvahs, Everybody yep. has to put some money in an envelope. If you're coming to that bar mitzvah, you're yeah, not yeah. coming empty-handed. Okay, yeah, that's different. And the that's parents different. of the kids' you... bar mitzvahs, like, they take yeah. that money and then say, hey, either this is going to start your own business or we're putting a down payment on a house. Yeah, but that's 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 a lot of cultures do that. Like, communion, same thing. Like, people joke around, you still got your right. communion when is the, money. When is the last like, time you've seen somebody use their communion money to put a down payment on a house? That wasn't a Hasidic Jew. Bar, first... I don't even know. I guess Hasidic Jews do have bar mitzvahs. Is any of this facts? Yeah. This oh, uh, if you guys want to look up anything, there's a search engine called Google out there. Um, anything we say that you guys feel like you should look up, I, I suggest you just look it up yourselves. Um, but yeah. back to uh, my, our factual conversation. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's everything. Like wedding. Like Italians, I think, were the ones who oh started God, giving amazing. big big yeah. money envelopes. Amazing Italian weddings. How like yeah. they just put money in the, in the pillow like, yo, sack. Yo, before that, people were bringing blenders to weddings. Yeah. Like that, you know, like, here's yeah, a blender for you. Know. Toast the oven yeah. And, like that. yeah, and then yeah. nowadays it's cash, and that was, you know, that was more and then of an they, Italian. And then thing. you notice how, like most weddings we go to now, they have like that little box in the corner, and you're like, yo, where do I put this? And he's going, oh, yeah. over there in the box, they just drop it. They you're coming with bread. Italian yeah. weddings have a, a, a specific time set where everyone gets up from their table, gets in a line, 
hands over the money, and then, you know... This guy's watched too much Goodfellas. That's, that's, that's straight up Goodfellas. Straight you, you guys, you guys might want to Google this as well. This is straight up Goodfellas. <laughs> but, so what, yo, what about Goodfellas? the bag? <laughs> <laughs> Who's watching the bag? <laughs> Don't worry. No one will ever take the bag from us. But uh, that pillowcase and that envelope—that's my wedding. If God blesses me with a woman out there that I want to—that that I want to marry, and she wants to marry me. Well, we are having the pillow sack wedding. Well, it depends what type of wedding you have too. Y'all been to my wedding? It was—it was, it was small. That was a dope wedding. It, it wasn't. Yeah, but I still gave. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I'm saying, but if you do like one of these extravagant big. Oh, uh, we're flying a hundred people to like, Paris in my wedding. Like a hundred. $50,000 and that's the wedding gift to uh, that's the people. Crazy, the but, people uh, who come to our wedding gift, um, we're, that's the wedding gift. We're paying for you to you, stay in Paris for an extra three days. But, but we're you, doing it big. We're renting out churches, horse and carriages, but nowadays, the whole shebang. Nowadays, if you do like a regular wedding in New York, and when I say regular, like a hall and all that, yeah. you're, you're, oh, the $40,000 like wedding? Yeah, like the cheapest thing is going to be thirty-five, forty thousand dollars $40,000. That's the cheapest. That's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? So Yo, and, now and, if you go a little bit above and beyond, you're six. 60 G's deep. Yo, anybody out there who's ever paid for a wedding, um, who's been married for like more than five years, and you're listening to this, really think to yourselves. When's the last time you broke out that wedding video and looked at the pictures from your wedding? Like, you just wasted G's on that and you never look at that stuff. Unless you're on social media and you're posting like your year anniversary. So for everybody who's already paid for a wedding and and went extravagant with it and put themselves in a hole, you you got got. You know what I realized? The fact that... um, a lot of times you remember things better than they were. Now that we have so many cameras, like me, us three can be at the diner after the club dying laughing over something stupid. Yeah. And if we were to record that, it would just be people looking at three idiots laughing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was that moment. Some things need to be kept there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you don't need like, to videotape stories, everything. Like, if you tell a story that happened, you know, yeah. it was funny at the time, but then you try yeah. to tell it. It's not like, the same. Okay. No, but don't get me wrong. I've, I've been in wedding parties and I've been to it. It's a really, really good opportunity to see people you haven't seen in a while. And it's for a great occasion. You're seeing two people oh, in no, love and stuff. And it's dope like that. But when you're twisted and you see the video and you thought it was the best time ever, like, no, everybody was laughing at you when you fell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not even that. It was a lot of work to get to the actual, okay, now we can breathe a little bit yeah. and just enjoy this. But that whole day, if yeah. you're in a wedding or, or you're the people getting married... That is work. Yeah. And you're just like, yo, I want this to go off without a hitch. I want this to be right. Yo, the last yeah, wedding was I was tough. in, we were trying to chill so much, the photographer was beefing on us crazy. Who's that, Phil's? I think it was Phil's. But the photographer, because we were all scattered and we were laughing and joking oh, yeah, so much. And he was like, yo, we got to go take pictures. And I'm like, yeah. but this is good right here. Yeah. yeah, well, that's why the photographer should be on his game. But then again, you want it. You want certain yeah, but, scenery. But, but they mess it, up the whole vibe. Doesn't the photographer want candid shots, though? Well, he was doing both. Oh, he was doing both. Okay. But at one point, he we needed to... We got yeah. walked on. <laughs> we having a good time. Having a good time, I tell you what. Eating then, and drinking, we got barbecue. Yo, we need you then, downstairs now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it takes... I mean, it's a lot of organization that goes to, like, planning the wedding and stuff like that. But... Yeah, that's I, why everybody goes a year from now, save the date, because that's how long it's going to take... To see venues, to put it together, like it takes almost a year, and then those last couple of months, it's just like the anxiety. Oh, I gotta get my tux, the dress. Did yeah, your you guys get what? the tux? That's, it's a, it's a. Be- even though I've never done it before, but I just know that in general, 
working towards something, a lot of times it's a beautiful process. You might be stressed while you're in it, but you don't realize how dope it is going through. You know, and that's well, what it's just like when you throw a party. You're not the one enjoying the party as uh, much as yeah. the guests. Yeah, you know, the guests are... Oh, that's why, that's why I stopped doing everything for my birthday. Unless I'm away on vacation, which I know I'm leaving to, yeah, but I don't do anything for usually, my birthday. usually at a spot where you don't have to do anything, so you're having a blast too, yeah. which is smart as hell. Like, yeah, when you used to, like, you were the first dude that I remember having, and this is what, like 2001, 2002 maybe, when, when he, he had his birthday party at the strip club? No no dudes back then were inviting girls to the strip club. And you had like I remember 50 that. people. And it was, and yeah. it was guys. It might have been 99. No, no, but people. So like 20, twenty-two. You know what I always yeah. love? Because I would go to so many parties and get invited to so much stuff. I said to myself, I was like, I what don't. What do I like to? I, I like seeing titties. <laughs> well, I like well, not even the strip people. club. Because back in the day before the, the, the king of the strip club and social media took over, the strip club was actually a cool place to be and hang out yeah. and you can have fun there. phones back then maybe we have flip phones but flip phones now no um no video cameras. phones yeah, yeah no. but but even even that it was just like because i remember when i first started throwing those parties like even people's girlfriends were calling me like yo is it okay for me to come yeah. and i'm like yo i want you to come to my birthday yeah. it was half through. and half it was like half dudes half girls yeah and the strippers weren't hounding you then they were coming to chill and so, talk and yeah, hang so out it was, and... a, it was a lot cooler of a vibe can we get then, a moment of silence for phenomenons oh, oh yeah. let's get a moment of silence for phenomenons okay right. yeah phenomenons yeah that was a good time but um with that being said i always tried to find places where people could wear what they want they wouldn't get charged nothing crazy yeah. like because when we when we were throwing parties at the strip club it was like what ten dollars or twenty the whole night yeah. it never went to 50 or 60 like yeah. it does now and yeah. even and I'm, even at the beer garden, it was like, wear what you yeah. want. Drinks are reasonable. Yeah. You're not. I don't want to have people come to my birthday and celebrate, you know, my life, and then feel like, oh, I had to spend all this money, or I had to get dressed up, or I had to be at somewhere yeah. at a certain time. That's why I even stopped doing large dinners. Yeah. Because you try to get everybody to a dinner, and then it's like, yo, where's everybody at? Yeah, we can't absolutely. sit till everybody yeah. gets there. Yeah, that sucks too. Um, but I, I was you, always like that. I tell you what, though, um, I remember you would always drag me to strip clubs, and I hated it. Mm -hmm. And then I realized as I got older, I only hated it because I was broke. Like, what am I gonna do here? I have, <laughs> I, I, I have twenty five dollars, twenty to get in, and I get I could act like you know tipping these girls five dollars. Then I'm out. No, you but know you know what, what I mean? the thing like is, it's over after the thing that. was good back in the day, and once again, before King of the Strip Club started turning New York City into Miami and and fucking Atlanta, you could go to a strip club and get in. Beers was like five or six dollars. Yeah. Drinks was like reasonable. Yeah, because strip clubs are trash now, in New York City. Yeah, because everybody Absolutely wants trash. to be well, a star tender. Now it's now it's more of like it's almost like a club, but just girls are walking around naked. Everybody's trying They're to show off. Naked. They're not even You're naked. They're wearing about, whatever. Shit. They're wearing outfits that they had to pay. Everybody has units. And you can watch them all on Instagram. So yeah. what's the point of even going in? Yeah, I never under like now. But that's what I'm saying. The kids now with this generation, because they were raised on the internet. Like when my, know, when my little brother comes to visit um, and I see him go out and party and stuff, I always tell him old stories and I'm like, yo, you, New York was never like this. Yeah. Like, Do you even have regular clubs anymore where people go get dressed up? Yeah. Or, yeah, they, they have them. Got, but they're, they're more loungy. Yeah, they still got them. But but nowadays it's more of like a hookah lounge. And like see, that's kinda, what it is. It's more a hookah lounge. Yeah, it's but you're, like still, a, nah, you're still partying though. It's like, not like Envy. Remember we used to go to Envy? Oh, yeah. And all the they still Envy, have them. We're just not out Jay there like Terry. that. I don't know. I don't see old. The only thing you hear about. Pasame la hookah. Sorry. 
When I talk nah, about who right. I got to say even hear, You don't even hear promoters like, I don't even know what the big clubs in New York are for kids to go and just party and dance. Yeah. Not even the hookah. Like when I be watching, like when I be watching, like younger relatives and people out there, and they're like, it looks like you guys are having no fun. Because everybody's worrying about showing other people how much fun they have. Like, do you remember my house parties? Yeah. So those house parties, how many how many pictures you have from those? None. How many videos? And we have video Same. and picture. None. You know why? Because yeah, really everybody had a blast and everybody was twisted. Yeah. There was no time to take pictures. Well, remember. For my bachelor party at the strip club. Oh, and yeah, we saw starlets. Yeah, and uh, we trash. saw all trash. The, yeah, all sorry the, about that. Yeah, they, they <laughs> taking me to trash. that trash. Sorry, that baby. Yeah. Anyhow, when we was there, and we saw all the star tenders, all the bartenders yeah. taking out their phones and just yeah. recording themselves. Yeah. Well, at, doing anything? well, at that point, it's a business for them because all of the star tenders, like they have to. Say hey, pull up to my bar. Yeah, I I get they that. They take but, all their pictures to post on Instagram. There. But if you're there and you have, and this is for anybody who's trying to make money in the cash business, if your customers are there, be attentive to the customers. Like these star tenders, it looked like they didn't even want to take our money, and I'm like, aren't you here to make money? Yeah, like give, bring me another beer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't. I, yeah. Like, do you see this? Like they people. Like it's not. They're not taught how to be servers. Like, your first job is you're a server. Yeah. Like, you already look decent or you wouldn't be working there. So you have that going for you. Yeah. Now is all you got to do is look at somebody's drink or are they trying to get, you know, get your attention. Customer because, service. Yeah, like, yo, look at my drink. Oh, do you want another one? Yeah. Like, and that's going to get you and a bigger not, tip. And it's not like it was packed or anything. Yeah. They were just standing around taking videos of themselves. It was crazy. That's well, you know what, what I think it is also, too? Because life is, is so easy now. No, you know what it is? They know their audience. So they know, like, the all of the, the drug dealers or the people with money, and they, they don't have to do much, and you're going to throw money at them. Yeah. When we, used to, when we used to chill and go, people were, like, attentive. They would hang out with us. They would talk to us. Like, like even the strippers now, you don't even see no acrobatics or no real moves. It's just everybody up there walking around in bathing suits, and then they're like, aren't you going to tip me? No, you didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. And I've never in my life threw a hundred singles at a bartender. Just to get, and I understand, ladies, I understand you're working hard, and I'm not being a hater. You spent your money, you went to DR or Florida or whatever to get your bodies done to enhance your, yourself when you're making money. I get that. But you also have to know your audience. If they're not young kids or younger people, we weren't raised in the internet. So all we're looking for is conversation and customer I'm, service. I'm not looking for conversation. Yeah, a little more customer what the fuck service. Are you about? Who goes to nah, he life? likes conversation. I like talking about That's what we told you. He likes schmoozing people. It doesn't matter if it's a dude, a girl. He likes schmoozing Yo, but, people he don't but let know. Let me ask you a question. How many times have you got a, bu a buyback at the strip club? You mean a buyback? A buyback, like you he, buy he doesn't a even know what a buyback you, is. You, buy, you think you buy, he's got one? You buy back a couple of you you buy, you buy you buy a couple of rounds, and then the bartender goes, "No, this one's on me." Yeah, it's called a buyback. I, yeah, he doesn't buy. tip. But that's that, but that, but that's happened to me because I, I get cool no, with yeah, the bartenders. He doesn't tip. You get cool with the bartenders, and you're like, and you get cool, and they're like, "No, no, no, we got the Yo, next Rel's round." Yo, Rel's still spending his communion money. You still spending That's where that joke is coming in. my man Rel's out there. Yo, to the Lee family, great <laughs> communion you guys gave because Darrell still got that money. <laughs> I'm speaking, speaking of uh, them going to get their bodies done, 
How do you feel about that? Because sometimes I wonder, like, you know, because I, I hate on people that do too much to their bodies. Mm -hmm. like, You're like objectifying it, women. No, no, no. I don't think you, they should do it. I'm playing. Well, yeah. this is the thing. Um, um, and I've, but, I've, I've experienced both, and I will say this. If um, you're gonna if you you're gonna be dealing with a chick who got her body done, give it a few months. Let it. No, settle. no, I'm not saying about that. Because I'm I've been saying, with women who have got their bodies done right away, and it is still rock yeah, solid. Yeah, I'm in not the talking about that. I'm talking about how do you look at it? Do you look at it like it's like fake? It's not real. That's not who she is. Because thinking about it, like I have tattoos all over. Is this is that the same thing? No, as definitely not the same thing. Titties done. Definitely, definitely not the same done? thing. Well, this is what I will say. I don't about think this. so either. But if you how, don't, you know, if you don't like it or you do it like adds it, to it's my look. Cool. I mean, it's on them. But They're just don't. Rel, come on. I, it's I, on. Into the mic, baby. I, I like this though. Before Rel says this, I want to just say this: whether you get your body done or you don't, everybody to each his own. I don't care. What I do care about is the fitness deception. Like, if you tell me and you're real with. And this is what people, they have lost the ability to just be real with people. If you tell me, yo, I got my body done, I'm like, cool. It looks great. Don't really care. And then, <laughs> But if you tell me, hey, um, and you try to show me a before and after picture, and you're like, I lost 160 pounds through fitness That's and all this dope. stuff. I'm like, okay, you didn't lose it through fitness. You got lipo and got oh, your body right. done. Yeah, Stop trying to sell me that. this pipe dream. And now I, you're I just, a fitness I just instructor. start selling, like, tummy tea and all yeah. that bullshit. Oh, and, um, <laughs> and for the women who are selling flat tummy, do not do that to young girls. You are basically selling them cancer products. None of this stuff works, and it's destroying the inside of their bodies. Stop selling flat tummy teas. You're just giving young girls laxative and weight issues. Stop doing that. All right, but uh, back to the issue. Is, is a dude getting tattoos... The same as a girl getting titties. No. Like, to me, in my opinion, tattoos enhance my look. Yes. It doesn't. Well, no, because I you're covering most of the paleness. And yeah. you're, okay. yeah. you're, you're not blinding people yeah. with your pale but vampire like skin. At the same aspect, I would if if all of a sudden I had no tattoos, I'd be fine now. Yeah, you'd be you all know? right. I'd be I'd be like, oh, thank God. You grew, you grew back the lines, man. You're yeah, out that's there. What it's, that's what it's about. But is there a difference between a dude getting all tatted up and a girl getting titties and an ass? Well, like see, some dudes, that's their whole image. No, but that's, that's, yo, okay, they no, have that, neck yeah, tattoos. But you just hit you just hit it right on the head. A person is enhancing their image through tattoos. When you're enhancing your actual physical appearance, that's like, the same thing. Like those body, well, not really. Yeah, because it is. If, if a I girl, mean, because it's changing like, like, your like physical this, appearance. It's it's the same thing to each his own. Because if there's girls that don't like tattoos, and I have tattoos, then what am I doing? I'm taking myself out of that category and putting myself into the no, a hundred percent. But there's guys that don't like fake titties and fake ass. So you're taking your. So what I'm saying is, it's a preference. Is, yeah, but is it the same thing? Like a lot. Like I kind of hate on chicks that do too much. Yeah. Like, if you want to get titties, if you want to get one thing, I don't care. Like, if you feel insecure about one, yeah, but one it's thing... A, but it's a personal preference, because I'm pretty sure you might not like it, but there's other dudes that love chicks with big fake titties oh, and big fake asses. So, you know, it's, it's just a personal preference. You know preference. what's crazy? Guys, I have a confession to make right here on the sweatpants, bro. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting me some calf put implants. You should. You yeah. should 100%. Yeah. These, these, like, I've been doing toe raises since I'm high school, and I got yeah. Bambies over here. Yeah, and no. these, I think about getting some calf implants. Yeah, you should definitely get calf yeah. implants, because I can tell it's messing with your confidence. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you got shorts like, on, like, James is covering his calves, he's pulling his legs long, back. Long shorts. Yeah. I would like to have all three of my legs look similar. <laughs>
That was that was the tripod joke. Yeah. For anybody who didn't get that, it, I, I think it went over your head, like the kids are saying nowadays. Yeah. Oh. But what were you saying about the fake titties and uh, stuff, bro? I mean, like I said, I think it's just a personal preference. You know, if you like it, they, they, are they doing it for other people or are they doing it for themselves? Well, it depends. Some some are, some yeah, aren't. Exactly. Most are saying. doing it for other people. Like, don't get me wrong. If if you feel insecure about a certain feature and you get it to, to enhance, you know, your your body, but also because you feel more secure now, great. But once you start doing this and then you do your lips and then you, yeah, you're like changing your, your now could that now when you overdo it, can that be like a sickness? A hundred percent. It's like ana- anorexia. Yeah. But I mean, is tattoos the same thing? Because maybe, yeah, you know, I, I mean, same, I would think that would be in the same category, no? Maybe. I well, don't know. I don't Some know people. I mean, how, you're getting how, tattoos on how, your face how, now. No, but I'm just saying, how much is the tattoos changing your life? Like when you get cut open and you do surgery, I yeah. think that shortens no, your sure. life a little bit because surgery, you're putting I don't know foreign stuff in your body. Yeah. The ink, I get it. The ink is not. It wasn't there to begin with. And you're adding the ink to your body that's permanent, but we're not cutting ourselves open doing major so surgeries. So is this a question of execution or dosage? Like, is it just, you know, the the more stuff you do, that's where it's like a line. Like, okay, now you're on this side of the spectrum. Well, you're using big words. I don't understand them. I'm going to take it as well, a sign of disrespect. It, 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 Watch them out. I guess it all becomes a mental thing because, like, let's say you like tattoos for how it looks and the art. And you say, oh, I think, you know, I just love it for artistic value. Like, I've never heard a woman say I love, you know, my breast implants or my ass implants for artistic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they just love, I mean, and even, if they don't, artistic, even, if, even if they don't use it for work, like this. Some tattoos plenty, do have meaning. But yeah, some people. Yeah. But even, even like, I, all my tattoos have air quotes meaning, but they really don't mean shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like Brian, I think that anchor means you need to be a sailor. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. You've got all the aspects to be a sailor. You are in the fire department, so you're always around men anyway. Just go full Navy. What does fire department have to do with Navy? The men being around each other. Oh, all right, the seamen. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Lost my train of thought after that one. Just thinking about no, so but many they, men but they, they, they may have meaning boat. tattoos, but at the same time, like you don't need. To, to get somebody tattooed on your chest because he or she died. Like, you're, you you know that they died. Yeah. Why do you need to, you know, you can put it on your wall. Like, what's, yeah, what's the that, difference? Yeah, but that's something that, that's a personal decision on them. They want it on their body. Well, I know females, too. Yes. I know females that never, like, had, uh, they, they didn't grow voluptuous breasts when they went through puberty. They have a very nice ass, very nice face. And some of them say, yo, I just want my titties to match yeah, exactly. and give a better figure to my body. I'll look a little different in clothes. I see mothers do yeah, it after they have kids. But that's yeah. what I'm they saying. Get it's yeah, because they feel insecure about a certain thing, and I get that. I can get that. But once you do everything, like all of a sudden, you go... So you mean like Kim Kardashian? Well, I don't know how much she's done. Face, nose, breast. Yeah, ass. well, that's crazy. Like allegedly. you, you Lips. legit, you legit allegedly. changed. Like uh, allegedly, yeah, we you're don't not get you anymore. Yeah, I think. I mean, well, they, they they have that running joke online where they show all the Kardashians and they say it's not that you guys are insecure or don't look good. It's just that you're broke because they show them before they add oh, yeah, money absolutely. how yeah. they look and then after. But the thing is, these yeah, surgeries but, won't change genetics. 
Yeah, yeah well, that's, look like, no, your kids are going to look half of you and half of the man you procreate with, yeah. and that's just it. And then they're going to, and then the surgery is going to happen. But the way surgery is now, like people, because once again, you were raised by social media and you were raised with America who, like, America loves celebrity, without a doubt. Now they're making surgery so mainstream. Yeah. These are like high school gifts that kids are getting from their parents. Like, yeah. oh, you need a nose job. And, you know, like, when does it stop and when does it start becoming so, too nutty? Yeah. What's crazy about that is that um, men in general, we are disgusting. We just keep ourselves manicured. Like, imagine yeah. we lived on, like, a desert island. We had no oh, clippers. Oh, my God. We had nothing. I like, look like George Jefferson. Like, women, <laughs> women would, most women, I think, would still look good. Like, yeah, they going to have airy armpits and, you know, stuff like that. But you could, you could get around that. Like, yo, like, my hair, my beard, like, they would all connect, <laughs> like, to my chest hair. Like, it would be crazy. Thank God for clippers. Yeah. Yeah, oh, Absolutely. Oh, I don't nuts. think the barbers YouTube get enough praise. Oh, man. oh yeah, pra pra praise to the barbers. I haven't been in a barber shop since I was like 24, 25, unless it was to hang out and say what's up. Um, you know, yeah, male pattern baldness. Probably the best thing for me because yeah. I save so much money. Yeah. yeah but yo, but for, for the barbers out there who are kind of like therapists, and you guys are actually changing the way people feel about themselves, and you guys don't get enough credit. So shout out to the barbers. I think, don't get me wrong, I, I, I love my barbers. My barbers are my friends mm -hmm. as well, and they always been. But what's crazy about barbers, for the most part, they are people that people surround themselves around them. Yeah. Like, it's crazy how much love they get. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, like, because what get, you're doing is you're making yeah, you people don't feel better about yeah, exactly. it. And then think about all the, the good um, moments in your life. Weddings, job interviews, stuff stuff where you really have to look nice. The yeah. first thing you're either doing is you're going to a salon to get your hair done for the women yeah. or a barbershop for the men. They're yeah. a part of those events, too. And Because yeah. when you look back at those pictures, you go, yo, my man... This is my barber. He hit me up for this event. But, yeah. but not only just that. Think about the some great conversations you have in the barbershop. Yeah. Like, when yeah. you go to the barbershop, oh, you have amazing Look, conversations. That's what podcasts are. Yeah. Everything that we talk about on, on in this podcast and stuff that we see on other podcasts is just everybody hanging out at the barbershop. Yeah, yeah that's it. And then when, when crazy topics come up, you jump all over that. And, you know, people have different different opinions. And not for nothing, that also, uh, the barbershop is one of the staples in your neighborhood that actually introduce you to people that you would not know necessarily. Yeah. Like, there's some it gets old... You, yeah. It gets you closer to them, because you could walk by them and not, and not talk to them and not deal but with if you them. See it becomes them like enough. a community. Kind yeah, of. if you see them yeah. enough and you watch them no, year but that, after year... All of a sudden, you're in a conversation, a deep conversation yeah. with them, and you didn't even know them before, even though... He might have lived around the block from you for 10 years. Now you're in a deep conversation with him. So next time you see him, you're going to say what's up, unless you guys hate each other after that conversation. Yeah. But, every neighborhood that I've moved into, and I moved a lot around New York when I was a kid, every neighborhood that I moved into, I knew people from either playing sports in the park, just running the streets in, in your few couple of blocks, or the older people or just people in general in my neighborhood always met them at the barbershop. And then when they this, would, is be, this is before you went ball. Before I went ball. Right. And then you would before see them in the neighborhood, <laughs> and then people would just even head nod you because they knew you from the shop. Yeah. Like yeah, older yeah. people would see you walking towards the train of bus, yeah. and they'd be like, hey, what up? And you'd be like, oh, from yeah, the shop. Right, from the yeah. shop, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's, so that, 
It's definitely like a community. That, you know, I just realized this is why you guys haven't made any new friends in years. Nope. Yeah, you're both balls. Thank, thank both balls. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. That's why God you knew our personalities. Thank you, Jesus. It's crazy. You know, I have enough in the savings account to get the surgery and get my hair back up there, but I go, <laughs> do I want to go back to spending that much money? Nah, I'm yeah. good the way it is. Yo, and, and, and they're expensive now. But it's not like 25 20, $20, dollars a cut. But not even that. I mean, like, depends. sometimes. But check this out. But... Even the day, like, to add to your going out experience. Like, let's say you have to go somewhere. Like me, all I got to do is take a shower and shave. I don't have to make an appointment. I don't yeah. have to wait. I don't have to take well, an hour do, out of my day. I do go every few months mm-hmm. just to get my bitch, you know, lined up. Oh, that's different. Yeah. And yeah. I just do it myself. Yeah. yeah. But, but if, push, if push came to shove and you yeah. had to be somewhere and you didn't make an appointment, you'd be like, I t- I'm going to do, do this myself and get going. Yeah, exactly. But we're not taking yeah, away I, from the shops. God no, no, bless the barbers I'm, of America. I'm not going to front. If I don't have a haircut for like two weeks in a row, which never happens... And someone is like, hey, do you want to go out? I'm like, no. No, you can't go. <laughs> I, I don't got a haircut. I'm not going out. Yeah. I'm like, what are you, crazy? crazy me, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, let me uh, get this yeah. uh, two-blade Gillette real quick, yeah. and I'll see you there. I, I wish. So, eventually, they're going to have technology where I could just stick, stick my head, head in, in a machine. Well, I think they're going to have that with tattoos, too. Oh, 100%. Oh, that would be glorious. Hey, you've seen that in that movie, uh, Starship Troopers. When they all got the... They, yeah, remember when they got the, the laser? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The laser tap. So oh, but if I had a machine in my house where you could pick any design, say which section of your body you want it on, you and just, just lay shit, it in, sit there just, from home. Yeah. Matter of fact, if anybody invents that, we set it here first on the sweatpants, bro. And what's today's date? I'm copywriting this now verbally. April 5th, 2019. We invented that machine. We yeah. won it in 10%. It's a sweet shirt you got, by the way. Thank you. It says La Familia. Yeah, I think when you put a... He's a Mets fan, that means. No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. There will be no slander oh. of my New York match. We're no, not going to slander. Let's talk about that. Rel, you guys had opening day. What's, what's your record right now? Five and two, I believe. Five and two. Um, so what do you feel about the Mets? Do you think they got a good shot, a good bullpen, some If bats? you're not from New York, the Mets, and, and don't get me wrong, I hope the Mets win. Um, but they have caused so much heartbreak... <laughs> <laughs> to, to their fans, I'm dead inside yeah. because of the Mets. And Yo, the and Rel, what's 1986 was a good year though for you Mets fans out there. 86 was a great year. What's crazy? Everything about, after that, yikes. What's crazy about Rel is he's a Mets fan, he's a Knicks fan, and he's a Jets fan, and. Like, all year round, he is just suffering. Like, I'm a Knicks fan, so I know what it means to suffer. Yeah. But, like, I'm not invested in other teams besides the Knicks. And, like, I mean, it probably made you a stronger person. Very bitter, but yeah. very strong. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. When you're but, a fan of sucky teams, it creates character, right? Because you're not used to winning, right? That's so, why James is so soft. Yeah, exactly. He's Yankees, he, Lakers. Yeah. He's, Everybody a, he's a soft wins. person. Guys, I, I, he's I, very emotional. Guys, I would like, like to. If all of a sudden things don't go his way, he breaks <laughs> down. Guys, yeah, I would just me, like I'm to. I'm used uh, to it. That's my yeah. comfort zone. I would like yeah. to uh, rebuttal on that soft statement. I still run the jukebox out of this trio. And at any point in time, I will jump across the table and snatch the soul out of Brian's body. Yes, but he is emotionally soft. He will cry after he kills me. He'll no, say, why did I do Yeah, why did I kill my yeah. friend? And I'm sitting in a cell crying my yeah, eyes out. He just couldn't. Now, if I killed him, I'd be like, yo, I had to do what I had to do. Yeah. yeah. 
And they I, would respect you more in prison. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we're suffering all year round. Yo, but here's the thing, and, and I talk to fans, and, and break this down to me. I talk to fans all the time, and they go, um, I'm not a fair weather fan, and I root for my team, and this and that. But in every other aspect in your life, you won't stick around if shit is fucked up, or it's causing you heartbreak, or it's causing you emotional stress. It's a stress. tribe thing. Like, like if, you went, if, you went, if you went to a restaurant and the restaurant was shitty year after year after year, <laughs> yeah. how long would you continue to eat there? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but here's the thing. I would stop going to the restaurant okay. because I have to eat. Yeah. I don't have to spend my money to be a Mets or Knicks fan. But and On cable. Yeah. Not we're only, we're not only for cable. A... You watch those games. Who's and, we paying for cable? And, and then sometimes you go to, to, to baseball games and basketball yeah, games Yeah, but and stuff that's like just that. for leisure. Okay, so. Because it, it's part of his tribe. It's part of his identity. Yeah. So if I go, hey, I know the Knicks are going to lose, but I can get you courtside for you like $300. Would you go to that game? Courtside, yeah. It's an are experience. You, are you still a Lakers fan? Yeah. And we've been shitty since uh, 2011. You, you you made that part of your tribe. You, you yeah. made that part of who you are. But I think it's different when you go... Cause like it's I almost was, the same thing with I was, politics. I was born in the it's, years... It's maybe worse now. ...where the Giants, the Lakers, and the Yankees, in my growing up formative years, were winning so much, that was the culture. Yeah. So now that they're losing... I can't really say. So you're like Trump. You, I'm not. You, you just winning so much that you no, hate it. No. <laughs> so but I, with the Knicks, the Nets, uh, the Mets, and the Jets, they've only given you. Well, you were born. So how old were you in '86? I'm like eight, some shit like that. Okay, so you you were into sports, but you really weren't diehard fanatic. You were born in '78. Yeah. All right. So. With that being said, if they've only given you a lo- losing culture, why haven't at any point in time you said, yo, you know what? This, I don't have to do this. I'm an adult. I can make decisions for myself. I don't have right, to put myself Because I'm it. committed to the teams. Yeah. Okay, okay. Once I say I'm a fan of this team, mm-hmm. the only thing I'm completely loyal to is my wife, my friends, my family, and sports teams. Okay. That's it. Mm-hmm. Everything else, it's technology. That's a lot of stuff. Technology. You can change back and forth. I can change back and forth. Uh, yeah. Anything else, I can change. There's that is brands. crazy about like iPhone and Android. Yeah, I don't like, care. Yo, give yeah. me the dopest shit out Yeah, there. wherever I, I feel is the best and with, in my Food. budget. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Stuff like that, yeah. It's, but just with my sports teams, I'm just, that's it. Okay. No, I'm I'm the same way. I don't think I'm ever gonna you ever gonna hear me say like I'm any different from what I am now. But I feel like if an organization can't give you the highs and lows, because that's life anyway, just ebbs and flows, uh, peaks and valleys. So yeah. my teams have won a lot of championships. So I can say they've done stuff to yeah, give me good highs. But then I can also say, wait, 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 wait a goddamn minute. Wasn't you a Bulls fan? Yes, in my younger oh, years, but that was that, that's what I'm saying. But that was he doesn't know But that, but, but that was only. Just, what do you mean? My favorite player all time was Scottie Pippen. When they traded him to Portland, I don't know suffering. Did you well, see him in year? Portland? Yeah, and they, year, they almost you, went to the chip that year. Did you see what they did to my man in Portland oh, and how they know he was suffering? But uh, this is what I'll tell you. I'm talking you. about Herb Williams was the coach of the Knicks. Guys. I don't even remember who the starters <laughs> guys. were. And um, we were watching. In 1993, when I became a Lakers fan, I was still also, um, I've always been a Yankees fan and I've always been a Giants fan. But I had to make that switch. And my switch was a little different because when I went to um, five-star camp and I got a chance to sit there and watch other players, I saw Kobe and I said, who is that kid? 
I knew what he was going to become when I saw him play in high school. I'm going to say that I don't buy it, Rel. What are you going? I'm not buying that either. I don't buy it. Hey, all I'm, I'm going to say is I, I have been I have been Yo, a Lakers fan the Lakers since 1995. No, James said I'm jumping on that team. James also met Mike Tyson in, in, in Brownsville <laughs> and said, "Yo, you're going to be the champ." <laughs> Yo, and not knew. he was Mike Tyson only seven. When I saw him, Yo, it was me and Customato. He was robbing all. It was me and Customato. And, and I knew. I said, yo, you're hanging out with Customato now? You're going to be something. <laughs> yeah. No, but what I'm saying is the Lakers, what are you talking about? They were winning when I was a Bulls fan. Like, if, if like real talk, if Magic didn't get AIDS, like Michael couldn't get past Isaiah Thomas and Magic Johnson. They got past him. Eventually when they got old and done. No, it was the next year. One year, they, they one or two years, they were getting fucked up every time he went to the rack, and then he developed no, a no, shot but when, and when, beat him. When the Pistons won back-to-back, yeah. that, they were still in Chicago's way. Chicago had to put together a team to, to get to that chip stuff. Yeah. When it was just Jordan, Jordan would just score a lot of points, yeah. but they weren't winning. Yeah, and then one year, they were beating the shit out of Jordan. He developed a jump shot years. for the next the year. The Jordan rules were two he years. Won. And then he that won. was the, that, those and were then, two he, they, then they beat the Lakers easily. But but this is the thing. Everything in it, it come with sports too. It also comes to timing because the Magic Bird Isaiah Thomas era, Chicago what like Chicago just they formed in the right era when they won their three piece yeah, and then their other three piece and then they also had Michael Jordan who's considered by some people the greatest player ever. Yeah. You put a lo- enough around that, you're winning year to year to year. But yeah, it but- was also the years they played. Yeah, but that's everything. I feel like if like a, a Hakeem Olajuwon, um, a Charles Barkley, all these people, if and the league was just different back in the day too. Every team had three superstars and a you know a cast of great role players. Nobody yeah. was leaving to form super teams. If they would have done that, Jordan would have won. He wouldn't have won all those years. Um, if they would have created a super team to stop the Bulls, and they said, "Yo, we're all free agents, and we're all out going to one oh, team." Yeah, right, absolutely, yeah. Well, I mean. Back in the day, Will Will Chamberlain left to go to the Lakers. Um, well, those those were also they're, they're, like those were also contrasts because back in Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain days, like dudes had to have other jobs. You weren't yeah. just a professional basketball player all year round. Yeah. So if you could leave to another team to make more money for your family, yeah. Yeah, I see them that. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying like like Chamberlain and Bill Russell were never going to be on the same team. It's crazy that um that baseball players like I remember I was watching some documentary of Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah. And they all lived in the neighborhood. Yeah. And like you know back then brownstones were like you know regular. Yeah. They weren't you know. Yeah, there wasn't what they like, are now. Yeah, so they like they were a couple of them were like sanitation workers on the side. It was crazy. Well, that yeah, also yeah, that also goes to like how communities and neighborhoods were back in the day when Jackie Robinson played for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Like, people gave him the respect of, like, you have your own separate life out of here. We're yeah. not going to just keep bum-rushing your brownstone in Brooklyn because we know you live there. Yeah. Now, like, sports people, like, you can't live in a regular neighborhood. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, word? And you got a $137 million yeah. contract and you live Somebody's, here? <laughs> Somebody's getting kidnapped. Yeah, you know. Hey, did you know, yeah. like, LeBron lives in Cypress Hills? No, he don't. Yeah, but that's that's another thing you, you know. Because even look at the way times change. Every time somebody got successful, what did they do? They ran to Jersey and bought houses by the Palisades. Nobody. Yeah, but you can't be rich, super rich, living living in the hood. Like, no, definitely it not. not. It depends. You Except still... Spike Lee. 
I don't know how Spike Lee does Spike it. Spike Lee don't live in the hood. Yeah, he lives in Florida. No, but I'm he saying. He got a million dollar brownstone. Million dollars. But those brownstones weren't like that back in the day. Yeah, and he, was, he was living in Park Slope look, then. Yeah, and he was living in the city too. No, no but that's what I'm saying. But like, like Allegedly. He didn't yeah. he he did he he was basically like yo Spike Lee Brooklyn do what I want to stay here. He didn't say I have to go to Connecticut or Jersey and then come back in. Let me tell you something. In. I heard Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to Spike Lee and he's he's talking about how Fort Greene um he's like you know it changed so much. He's like when I first came here I'm like the only black dude and I'm going to the park and people look at me different blah 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 and I'm like oh yeah that that's fucked up. So now he's like he's like um you know and now it's this community, and now it starts getting gentrified. You know, all the black people are starting to move out. You know, the black people took over, or whoever took over for Green. And he's like, um, he's like, now it's starting to get gentrified, and people are coming in the parks, you know, all these people from out of town, and they're taking what's ours. And he's all mad about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's how life goes. People come and go. You just explained it on the other end. Yeah. And now you're doing the same thing to these new people coming in. Well, here's the head kick. Um, and Spike Lee, um, I know a few people who've met him before. Yeah. And they say either you love him or he treats you like, you know, the Total biggest garbage. asshole, uh, garbage, and yeah. he's like the biggest asshole, whatever. Um, you know, but exactly what he explained is what happened. He got successful and then, you know, upgraded his lifestyle and moved somewhere else. That's yeah. all gentrification really is, is people moving other places. Well, how about this? Like, if I, if I tell you as a New Yorker, hey, you know, babe, let's get out of here. We can have a better life in North Carolina. We can get more property. Um, there's a better school system. Our money stretches so much to where we have a better lifestyle and it's an easier cost of living. Yeah. You leave. Well, check this out. I'm listening. I was listening to Killer Mike talk about this. And he's... He Killer Mike, he uh, has a show on Netflix. I saw all six episodes. Killer Mike, what up, baby? Loved it. So I'm hearing him talking about um, the gentrification of Atlanta. I think it was Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Texas, but I'm pretty sure Atlanta. So he was like... Um, you know, you see all these people coming in, taking over businesses and, you know, mm-hmm. and doing all this stuff and making them beautiful. They already were good. Yeah. But they made them better. And now, you know, prices are going up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, look, it's not gentrification. Pe- well, whatever you want to call it. But he's like, people aren't just coming, pushing people out. The kids that lived there, that their parents had these buildings didn't believe in it the way the other people believed in it. They were like, they came and seen it like, wow, they got waterfront property. They got this, this, and that. I would love to live over there and start something. Mm -hmm. So anybody could do it. Obviously, you need money. You need to make money, but you have to believe in it. Starting a business is super hard. And but not, not even a, but not even a business. Look at uh, what they said about the crack epidemic in Harlem, and they were like, "Yo, they were giving buildings away for like a dollar." Yeah. You don't want a building for a dollar? Yeah, but there was there was um. And I know taxes. And I know taxes. You had to, you had to live there. Yeah, you had to it, own it, it for like it, ten it years. Comes a lot and, with it. No, no, but I'm just saying. But yeah. like. Even if you put you also back had in the day, to if you were put if you, money into it, and stuff if you, like yeah. if you were making you if you were making money illegally, right? And let's say you were one of the lucky ones who got out unscathed, no court cases, no jail time, anything, and you had an abundance of money. If you're really looking at it and saying, I could fix up a building for like thirty, forty thousand dollars, and then I can buy this building for like, you know, fifty thousand, if that. No matter how many years you keep it, like that's an investment. You know what I'm saying? And you make and and now those buildings are like million dollar buildings. 
you're making there's like 30 units in a building yeah. I mean it's, it's you know what I'm saying anytime yeah, you can get property yeah. buy property 100%. even if you can get a lot but of land buy the lots but hindsight is always 2020 Absolutely. so like yeah. like right now like people talk about oh you need to buy in the south bronx south bronx is already expensive but let's say you do buy in the south bronx and it doesn't work out mm-hmm. like yeah. now you you got to yeah, it doesn't always work but out. everything comes with risk everything's an inherent oh, 100%, risk oh 100 percent. but when but the same way you're saying you didn't want a building in Harlem because we're looking at Harlem nowadays. Back in the day, you might have said, it wasn't, I ain't it wasn't, buying yeah. no freaking building in Harlem. I got to put 20 Gs into this? What are you, out of your mind? No, but even, so, even even the thing of saying, like, even if you lived in that building and you lived, like, on the top floor and you were running down the stairs, every day you walked up and down those stairs, you were like, yo, there are apartments here and people have to pay rent. Yeah, but they're if not I, thinking that people want, want to move move there. Yeah. yeah. No, but even even if they even if the people who are still there just stayed there and everybody's paying rent whether they're getting help from, you know, assistance or they're paying the rent from working, you're saying to yourself, I could eventually have this to myself. Yeah. And even if I leave these people there, that's a stream of income that's always going to yeah. be there cuz they're paying rent. I don't, I don't want to uh, break this party up, but it's 3 o'clock and your meat is about to run out. Yeah. It's 3 o'clock? Yeah, let's wrap it up. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're wrapping this up. The first ever episode of the Pajama Brothers. I think we did really well. It's the sweatpants. Sweatpants bros. bros. I, I thought it was, uh, nah, I need to Google that. What are we? Uh, what are sweatpants well, well, bros, well, 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 well. <laughs> but yeah, right. this, is the, this is the sweatpants bro. I don't want to get a ticket outside, so uh, this is the last one for us and we're wrapping this one up.